0: To you from Star Studios in the basement of Jupiter House Coffee in Denton, Texas. This is Coffee with a Sign Painter, a weekly podcast hosted by sign painter Sean Starr, that consists of interviews with other sign painters and some of the customers and characters Sean comes across while running his studio.
1: Alrighty, welcome back to Coffee with a Sign Painter. Um, Today we've got something awesome, which is uh, my interview with the band The Cranberries. Uh, They were able to uh, go to the studios of Pequant Media in Limerick, Ireland, and uh, talk to us for a little bit, and I want to thank them for taking the time to do it. That was a really cool thing and much appreciated and um we got to talk about a wide variety of things including uh uh mutual admiration of the band the smiths which uh those of you that know know that uh that's always been a lifelong obsession of mine so um yeah very cool and uh had a nice conversation about uh the upcoming um screening of the movie sign painters and uh, elemental arts festival that we'll be traveling out there for and um so i'll shut up and let you guys listen because uh we had a good conversation so here we go my interview with the cranberries like are we ready i think so <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool hey thanks a lot for coming on it's a really cool thing to have you guys on the show thank you you, and and before we go any further so i i fulfill a commitment i promised tom that i would mention his wife's baked goods that she brought for you today (laughs) because apparently they're going to have to see a marriage counselor if that's not mentioned okay so
2: brownies and lemon are cake i think yeah
1: so how's it going
2: great
1: <laughs> My, th- this whole show is very relaxed I just like okay. chat with people and there's no real agenda so I just are uh, we on yet? yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, well it's not live, I'm recording stuff but okay. yeah so how's it going? <laughs> good so okay, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling with asking a few questions um, about your music and then I guess we can just go from there. How's that sound? Cool. Yeah, it's good. Okay. So one of my favorite songs by you guys is Free to Decide. And I went through this horrible period of depression, and some of the lyrics really connected with me. But I'm really curious, that bird chirping sound in the song, what was that sound? There's like a little chirping sound in it.
2: Um, I think that could have been, there um, was this? mad Canadian guy that had um, he had all these mad little instruments and he came into the studio one day and kind of we recorded loads of different things um, like uh, those uh, things that those Australian things that spin around uh, wind wind talkers or something like that uh, I'm not sure of the name but uh, yeah he had all these unusual instruments from, from around the world and We recorded a lot of different things and then um, put some in, that sound, put some in different sounds, in between sounds. So, yeah, I'm not quite sure what the the bird chirping is. I liked it. Cheers. (laughs) Listen back. It's been been a while since I heard.
1: Ah, okay. Well, um, something I was just talking about with an interview that I did last week um, with uh, Clark from the band The Toadies was the... um, influence of the music of Morrissey with so many people that went and pursued creative things from the era that and generation that we're all Part of and I was curious if you guys uh, were influenced by Morrissey or the Smiths much. I know you worked with Steven Street on Quite a few things Was there much of a connection there?
3: Yeah, I guess like the Smiths probably would have been the one band that the four of us really liked Mm -hmm. that it was the kind of common denominator um and i guess as well it's one of the reasons we worked with Stephen initially was that we we really liked what we you know we grew up listening to the smiths and bands like that throughout the 80s so it was um kind of just felt like a natural kind of thing for us to to go down that road you know we worked with steven and i'm sure especially on our first album Kind of subconsciously, that Smith song was kind of there in in our heads somewhere, and uh, like we always I think to this day we're all still Morrissey fans and the Smiths and that, you know. So um, for us, it was a great buzz at the time to be able to actually work with Stephen.
1: Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, you guys took like that period off before making your most recent album, and I was I was kind of curious like. You know, to work creatively at the pace that you guys did, you know, you kind of blew up right from the beginning. And then to kind of merge into, you know, having families and and owning businesses there in Limerick and everything. um, Is it kind of weird for you guys when you do go out and perform now that you've kind of got like this split dichotomy between like a private life and a public life like that?
2: Um, not really. You get into it after a few weeks. Yeah. Mm. You know, it just takes. Well, <clears throat> not even a few weeks. A few days, I think, because we have been rehearsing for about a month or so beforehand. So that kind of starts to get you in that frame of mind again. You know, the performing frame of mind. And I think after maybe four or five gigs, you're back into the swing of it. And you know, it's just like it's like you haven't stopped. Yeah, and you know, it's yeah. kind of you like,
3: know riding a
1: bike. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly,
3: yeah Even when, you know, the height of all the madness in the 90s When we had time off, we still came back here to Limerick Okay And kind of, you know, went back to normal everyday kind of thing So, you know, we didn't have that much time off during those years But the little time we did have, we always came back here so, so when when we finished up and we came back And then you start, you know, you go back and do it again It's just kind of the cycle that mm-hmm. we've always kind of been on So mm-hmm. for us, it's a normal thing to just come back here go back to normal for a while and then, you know, you go to work then, which is
1: right. the touring and the recording and all that. Okay, very cool. Well, um, I'm, I, I know you guys know Tom, um, and he's done some work for some of you guys, I think, with, uh, one of you has a restaurant or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Do you want to t- tell us what the restaurant is, or do you like to keep that fairly low key?
3: No, no, no. It's a it's a restaurant in the center of
2: town, The to Sage Cafe, and Tom did some sign work there before for me. So, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. It's um, we we've kind of had this campaign with the the film sign painters um, that we work with with the directors. Um, support your local sign painter, and uh, so I, I always uh, enjoy talking to people that have done that, you know, before the trend came along where mm. people started looking at it again, you know, it's uh, a lot of you guys, you know, have kept people like us alive through that period of, you know, when computers started to take over uh, in our industry, you know, there there was, it was like, it like devastated everything for mm. all of the craftsmanship and the artistry that went into making signs. Um, it kind of just blitzed it out, so... It's nice to see uh, that you guys supported him there in your hometown. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the uh, project that we've got coming up um, that we'll be traveling out there for in this uh, whole thing with Elemental Arts Festival, um, the uh, Corbett Suicide Prevention Center or patrol. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. you that's something you guys are passionate about, right? Can you tell us exactly what that is?
3: Yeah, well they're um unfortunately here in Limerick we have a, a kind of a high enough suicide uh, rate or attempted at it and um, the Corbett guys they're 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 on the bridges across the city and they kind of throw it the night when everyone else is at home in bed. They're, they're out patrolling the bridges to make sure that, you know, if anybody is contemplating suicide, that they, they get to them before they can get out over the bridge, really, you know, is what they've been doing for the last few years. Um, especially, I think, since kind of the whole recession kicked in and the downturn, a lot of people have, you know, taken that way out of it. And uh, these guys have saved more lives, I think, than, than any of us will ever know.
1: Hmm. Okay yeah I think there's a, a similar crew like that in uh San Francisco with the Golden Gate bridge yeah yeah mm-hmm. that they'll they'll just spot people that look like they're not doing well yeah. and go up and talk to them I think it's an awesome thing so yeah, yeah, that's um, yeah it's uh some of the artwork that'll be in the exhibit um they'll be sold off to uh help support them yeah. which i think is a really nice thing mm. and yeah. so uh what what do you guys uh what other creative pursuits do you guys have?
3: Well, I think um, a lot of the time when we get time off, uh, the first while is always kind of spent just getting back to you know because we all have families and lots of kids now that you spend a lot of time with them more than anything else. Sure. And then once you kind of spend a bit of time in that, you know, you kind of we dabble in other kind of smaller projects. Nothing would be on the scale of the cranberries ever, you know, because that's. bit of a monster in itself so you know to have that once in your life is you're lucky you know sure and then so it's nice to kind of just work with i think we've all kind of been involved in a lot of local stuff more than anything else you know like helping out bands here in town and um kind of in different ways you know between recording or giving advice or you know whatever way you can develop things like that and it's something that we kind of all enjoy doing as well
1: okay very cool so um trying to think of some other things you know it I know different things are um you know have impact regionally um like in, in this part of the world uh you guys were like this huge, refreshing thing for those of us that really loved music of the Smiths and, and Morrissey, and um, you know, when when Smiths uh, when Morrissey broke off to do his own thing, uh, I think that left a void in a lot of people's uh, lives musically that were really into that music. Which here, I mean, that was like this tiny little sliver, you know, of uh, of a culture of people that really loved all of that kind of music from over there. Um, yeah, so it was it was a really cool thing when you guys, you know, you guys came like right after that split, I think mm. on the scene. And that was a refreshing thing because it was like uh, intelligent music continuing.
3: Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.
1: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. I know that probably <laughs> no. makes you uncomfortable. <laughs> no, but, that's good. You know, um, what, one of the things I, I, I been talking with some others about too is just um, the influence. That I think that that music of of that period had on so many of us that did pursue creative careers um, because I and I think part of it was the isolation um, that a lot of us felt, and we were able to not feel so isolated through music, um, you know, with people that we were like, okay, I, I kind of get where they're coming from, you know, and I think yeah. and I think that. It's, specifically you know like someone like Morrissey I think that's why he had such a big effect is it just kind of made people not feel so crazy
2: yeah yeah. especially when you're a teenager I think that, that really um, you can relate to a lot of those um, those lyrics yeah uh, of kind of I don't know just feeling like
1: uh, no one understands you or whatever yeah so the that period when, when you guys were teenagers in Limerick um, what was that atmosphere like?
2: Well, we, we, we all got on great, and we we all had a great laugh. But the uh, the city itself was was quite depressing. I think it was the eighties was lots of unemployment, and it was very grey and very kind of dour, like Manchester would have been, I suppose. So you know, there's there's similarities in that respect. The the misery you can relate to the misery of, yeah. of that, you know. But he just tried to have a laugh and get kind of uh, banished the misery by just laughing it off and then having a laugh monster cells and
1: yeah you and, know. I, and I think that's where the internet's maybe like a blessing and a curse you know it's like I think it's uh, made people especially creative people less isolated but at the same time it's kind of taken the specialness away you know um, I was talking to uh, that guy Clark about this of you know it when you used to get an album an actual you know vinyl album you know there was that intimacy where you'd be like just totally zoned in on on the photos and the artwork and the lyrics and everything else and now everything's so overexposed that some of that that specialness is gone what do you guys think
3: yeah like you don't actually have the physical thing in your hand anymore you know yeah. um like we all we all do it still you know like we found especially if you're on tour you don't have the luxury of going out to record shops and that so you have the convenience of just being able to download an album that you really want to hear and it's great for that kind of thing Yeah, but you still can't beat you know the old days of going in buying this big huge album you know going home you had to open it up you had the artwork the lyrics you know the whole kind of kind of thing of it that it's kind of gone now I have noticed like over the last few years bit by bit there is kind of a lean back towards vinyl it's very small yeah. but it's still um, I see it with my own kids you know they're starting to buy vinyl again um, but it's still not on the scale that it would have been when we were growing up yeah, um, and it, and so I, it's kind of it, you know the internet has kind of killed that to a certain degree. Yeah, even, some
1: of the mystique, you know.
3: Yeah, like I don't even think people buy CDs anymore because that you know that was the first thing, obviously after vinyl faded, you know, CDs and then. But now, I, mm. you know, I don't think anybody does that anymore. Either it's just it's all there and isn't. And, there isn't even a, a record store in the center of town in yeah in Limerick. Uh, really? You know, it, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all gone, huh? Yeah. Bonds,
1: but yeah. You know, yeah,
3: And yeah. now half the time an album is up online before it's even meant to be released anyway these days, mm, so, right. you know, it kind of, it ruins that, the kind of expectation side of it is gone a bit as well.
1: Yeah. You know, like,
3: it, there are pros to it as well, where, like, I've noticed, like, with stuff like Spotify, you probably get to hear bands that you wouldn't, you know, if you have a question in your head, am I going to like it or not, you you wouldn't have bought the album, but, you know, the upside is you can listen to some tracks now, beforehand, and kind of maybe discover bands that you wouldn't have, you know, without things like that.
1: Right. So there's a kind of, a,
3: there's two sides to it, really.
1: Yeah, um, you know, and I, I think that's, uh, you know, like I said, it's the a blessing and a curse kind of thing, yeah. because it's, yeah. there, I've discovered a lot of music that I, I know I would have never come across, especially now there's just so much content but um you know the the downside is you know that kind of magic and mystique Mm. is is a little bit gone you know because things are just so uh so accessible yeah Yeah. you know because it used to be um you know, like, like I, the, the the cover of you, you guys' first two albums with you guys on the couch and everything, you know, that was just this iconic image, I think, that, that really, like, blazed into everyone's minds, because you could see it. I mean, now the album covers, like, one square inch, you know, in yeah, iTunes yeah. or whatever. You don't even know what you're looking at.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, that's a
1: shame. Yeah, so, at any rate, what you gonna do, you know? Yeah. Life changes. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to coming and exploring your city. Uh, Tom's been a really good ambassador. He's been uh, pointing out things to me that uh, sounds like you guys have a neat neat thing going on there. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. It's like, it's dramatically different from when we grew up. You know, it's uh it's a brighter city now than it was. And I think last year we had the city of culture here, and it kind of you know it brought a lot of light to things that are in the city that probably a lot of people didn't even know were here. Hmm. Um, and some of those things have continued on into this year as well. So it's great to kind of see it, that, you know, there is an appetite there for that kind of thing. Um, I think maybe before that, people thought there wasn't, and, and think there just wasn't anything happening. Mm-hmm. But definitely over the last few years, there's there's a lot more happening.
1: Yeah, looking, looking forward to exploring all of that. I think that'll be cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, are you guys involved at all, like with the Elemental Arts Fest, or...? In any way, mm-hmm. or not really? Or.
2: No, we're, we're going to, obviously, come down to look at the, the movie and
1: everything. We're looking okay. forward that. Okay, very cool. Yeah. Um, have you guys been able to see, like, the trailer online or anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tom yeah. yeah. just a link there. It looks yeah. great. Yeah, they did a beautiful job. They, they really told the story of, like, that transition of... Um, you know almost everything well everything for for the most part was done by hand for centuries yeah Mm -hmm. and then there was just this hiccup where everybody wanted to be corporate and slick and polished and you know anybody that had even a you know i I always tell people now it's the the slight imperfections you know of hand, hand painted signs that you know, really connect with people, but there was th- that period of time where they, everyone wanted perfection. You know, perfect, squared-off Helvetica letter corners and everything else, and you know that was just a really ugly period yeah. for o- those of us that worked in that field. You know,
2: yeah, it's similar to to what happened with music as well. You know, when the transition to digital came and, and everything was so slick in the eighties, and uh, it just lost its character. I think, yeah, you know, that, that that kind of um, those mistakes that. that this kind of draw you in i think
1: yeah i mean you, you listen to led zeppelin and you know a lot of that old stuff was pretty sloppy but yeah pretty awesome so yeah. <laughs> yeah and and like bob dylan's voice is not a great singing voice but it's bob dylan man yeah yeah, yeah.
2: you
1: know and I, I think that is something that's artistically been um i think there's a a, a refocusing On the appreciation for those imperfections, but in that humanness. But Mm -hmm. you know, I I think musically and visually and everything else, um, there's just such a sanitizing of things that it kind of lost all of its soul. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It
3: can be too polished. Things, you know, it can be too shiny and new. Yeah. It's nice to have those little imperfections.
1: Now, because um, you know, because you guys had so much success. Uh, do you guys still get together and just jam for fun (laughs) no
3: no no No, (laughs) is it just like like a job now yeah well yeah I guess in some ways because it's like when you have kids when we all started having kids it just it completely changed the dynamic yeah because you'd be kind of you'd have to look at tours and we used to go away you know you'd pack a bag go and you had no idea when you were coming back it Mm -hmm. could be a month it could be three months it could be nine months you know whereas we had to kind of refocus things and go i need x amount of time off i got to get home to the family and you know like we lived with each other for a very long time in on a bus you know just right kind of for many many years so it kind of when we finished up with it you wanted to be with your family and kind of get away from the whole thing and um you know, we realized as we got older that there was more to life than just the band because it was such a massive part of our lives yeah. for a very long time.
1: Well, that's awesome that you've got your priorities straight. Yeah. You know, I, I know there's a lot of people that. Uh, I, I, w- I was reading about um, Jack Nicholson the other day. And he's like coming to this realization that he was like this womanizer, and no one, no women trust him, and that he's gonna die alone. It's just really yeah. tragic. It's like, yeah. wow, man, you should have invested in your personal life, dude. <laughs> kind of terrible. Yeah. But so, so, you, you guys, you guys don't feel that um, that urge to like do something creative musically just for fun, or is it just it, it's it just takes too much time away from your personal life?
3: But I think if we, if we decided we were going to do it like we did a few years ago, around 2009, was it? Yeah. We went yeah. back yeah. again. You know that when we get back into it, it suddenly consumes everything again. You're doing it. You're away all the time and you're writing and you're in the studio. And we kind of, we completely focus on that then when we get back into it. So if it's something we do again, and I'm sure we probably will That, you know, we'll need it At a time when we can all focus on that mm-hmm. And not have kind of other things Going on at the same time Because as I say, it's it's such a big Thing when we take off That uh, you have to kind of commit Three years of your life, really mm-hmm. yeah. You know, to the thing Because okay. uh, what ends up happening Sometimes you cut a tour short Or you don't go to one territory And next time you get all these kind of fans That are like seriously pissed off with you. Right. So you kinda have to you know, you're trying to keep everybody happy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you know, and that's why it takes so long then.
1: Did the success freak you guys out at all?
3: At
2: the start I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. after a while you get used to it and you just kinda of go okay. We, the, the, we were lucky that we could we could escape back to Limerick, you know? Yeah. Um I think after the first and second album just calmed down people got used to seeing us around us like oh there's your man in the crime and that's it you know um, yeah you know
3: I don't know if we ever realized how big yeah when you're in it yeah you know you don't realize till it's over and you're busy doing it yeah you know it's just another kind of day at work for us okay and then it's like years later you look back and
1: you're like, wow, that and was crazy. God, I mean, yeah. yeah, you
3: know, yeah. when you see how much you've actually done, yeah, you kind of realize then, which is probably for the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you were so. to
3: think about it too much at the time, you might, you know, get freaked out inside. Yeah. yeah. Out
1: here. Yeah. yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> so somebody's creaking back there.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 Okay, well, um, I know you guys are all busy, and you're ha- running businesses, and you have families and all that, so I don't want to dominate your time, but I think it's really cool that you took the time to do this. Thank you. And uh, yes, we're looking forward to coming out there and working on that project, and um, all will be revealed eventually. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we're, we're, still <laughs> sorting, we're still sorting out ideas. Did, did Tom share with you any of the stuff that we've worked on so far?
3: Just a few weeks ago, kind of ideas of what it could be, right? Okay. You know, but but not since then. He was still looking for uh, a wall, really, at that point, a spot to, to work on. Yeah, so, uh,
1: he's been sending me uh, photos of different walls, yeah. and we're trying to figure out, um, a what'll be the best one, and then b can we get the people to let us do it, yeah, and keep it there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I know we've got a, a he, he's been uh, pursuing some other options of okay. um, maybe doing them in panels right? Um, and then all, all the panels will be assembled and then those panels could possibly even travel because um, okay. Okay. Uh, you know the the focus of the project is um, taking that that positive message from some of your lyrics and kind of empowering people with it so that you know yeah. they can draw something good from it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah. 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 Looking forward to seeing
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be fun. Yeah, be cool. Cool. All right. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. So Thanks. See you in right. September. Bye. Bye. We'll bye see bye. you guys. Bye you bye, bye. bye. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay, yeah. I'm not gonna lie and I'm not gonna try to be all Mr. Cool. That was like the coolest thing ever. Cranberries on coffee with Sign Painter. Awesome. Talk to you guys next week.
0: star's original designs at bigdspeedshop.com the show is also brought to you by full city rooster coffee roasters makers of the sign painters blend coffee that sean drinks in the studio every day now shipping worldwide fullcityrooster.com coffee with a sign painter hosted by sean star you can find all sorts of info about the show and sign painting including previous episodes at our website seanstar.com